Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back. Well, we are always keeping tabs on Americans abroad here on Morning Footy, and Luca De La Torre has been on fire for Celta Vigo lately, scoring two goals in his last three matches, including that back heel goal that sent this desk into an absolute frenzy beast when we saw it. Absolute beast of a goal, that is right. And uh, guess what? We have him here on the show this morning. Luca, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. How are you? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. How are you guys? Uh, we are fantastic. Better now getting to speak with you. Let's chat about that back heel goal because, like I said, um, we kind of lost our minds when, when we saw it. How did that play out for you? How did you manage that? Yeah, it's just kind of instinctive, you know. The ball comes at you so fast, and um, it's more just about trying to be in the right place at the right time. And, yeah, I was lucky it, was, uh, it came to me. Luca. You know, I've, I've been fortunate to score some some goals in my life, and you come back in the locker room, and you, you usually got your teammates bantering, and they're like, man, how'd you do that? Or the coach has something to say. Were there any comments that come to mind when you get back in the locker room being like, hey, man, that was a golazo? <laughs> One of my teammates told me, oh, you shoot better with um, your heel. Than oh, with, uh, no. the front <laughs> <laughs> they only roast the ones they love, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's so, so rude. Uh, but you've been, you've been in great form lately. What, what do you feel like uh, the difference has been in, in the last few weeks, especially at Copa del Rey in that competition? Uh, thanks, yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, the difference has just been the goals and, and the assists, obviously. Um, it's something I've been working on a lot this season is just arriving in those areas more and having calm when I get there, so... I was fortunate in the last two games. Yeah, I was in good spots and the ball came and, and I managed to score. So I just want to keep going in this way. And uh, yeah, it's a good feeling. Luca, I noticed there's an octopus behind you. This animal seems to be following you along in your <laughs> Celta Vigo journey. There is one on the cabinet on the door handle. Uh, this has become kind of a mascot for you ever since you did that video where you ate the octopus and then after a win, you ate the octopus and the fans loved it. How has that made you connect with this fan base? Because Every time I look you up, I keep seeing pulpo, pulpo, pulpo everywhere. Yeah, it started kind of as a joke, but now it, has, it is actually a, a superstition for me. You know, I have to go eat it after we win. And when we don't win, I don't eat it. So unfortunately, this season, there was about a month and a half where I didn't have it at all. Um, and yeah, this is like a, a Christmas ornament that my uh, girlfriend made. Oh, and wow. I have it there on the, on the cabinet. Um, but yeah. The, the pulpo is a, yeah, it's a nice way of kind of connecting with fans and stuff and having a joke. Are we going to see an octopus tattoo on your neck soon? Or, <laughs> or the what? neck? Why do you what about, the neck? Everybody can see it. Octopus <laughs> goal celebration. Hey, you keep scoring. That's what, what I'm saying. 
A neck tattoo is way too far. I, I can't do that. No. <laughs> He's not that. He's not that. But seriously, Pulpo a la Gallega, I, I've never been to Galicia. Is it that much better than any Pulpo de la Gallega I can get outside of that part of Spain? Yeah, seriously, you, you really have to try it if you come. Uh, not just the Pulpo, but uh, the seafood here is really incredible. So if you come, uh, you know, let me know and I'll send you some restaurants that are nearby me. Ooh. They're great. Nice. Okay. We'll go out for some centoya, some gooseneck. I'm always articles. down for food. Luca, can, can you talk about your, your path from being a youth player to, to now being at Celta Vigo? Just what you've learned along the way, you know, Fulham youth, then to, you know, playing in, in the Dutch Eredivisie to now playing in La Liga. Just the path that you've taken is, is a little bit unconventional when you look at some of the players now. Yeah, it's been a, a really long one. Um, I moved to, to Fulham when I was quite young, when I was 15, um, and spent time in the academy there and eventually played for the first team. Um, and then to Holland for, uh, for more minutes uh, in the first team. Um, and two years there, and then from there to, to here in Spain. Um, I think the... Yeah, the main thing is just it's consistency and and working every day um, and really just focusing on getting better. You know, I think it's so easy to get caught up in your your current situation about, you know, if you're playing or not playing or you're injured. Um, but yeah, there's just things you can do every day to get better. And if you do those things, then you'll at least be better off than you were before. You know, a lot of guys kind of get caught up too much in their current situation and can be really bad. Absolutely. You're seeing a lot of American uh, players coming to Holland now. What what can you say about that league and and the development there? Yeah, it's a great league. It was it was perfect for me. The the right place at the right time. Um, I would say it's very very attacking, very open. Dutch people like good football. Um, I had someone tell me once that you know they would rather lose a game four three than draw nil nil because it's just more entertaining. Um, I think that really sums it up well. Um, so especially for, for attacking players from midfielders, it's great. Um, and it's also a league that's really focused on selling players. So if you do well there, then you can uh, get a move to a, a, bigger, a bigger club. But yeah, I loved it. Uh, I want to ask about your your coach, Rafa Benitez. I'm a, a huge Liverpool fan, and so this is a man that I hold in incredibly high high regard. Uh, but I'm just curious, what what has it been like being managed by him, and how do you think that you have improved or evolved as a player um, with him as your manager? Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy when I saw the news. You know, it's it's such a big name. Like he's won everything, and I thought, you know, really, he's he's coming to Celta. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been great having him as a coach. Um, he's very, very calm, very positive. Um, you know, which isn't something that you always see in managers, especially when things aren't going well. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a great presence in the team, um, and he also gives attention to to individual players. You know, like. For me, with my finishing, you know, he would talk to me. He would have me do extra exercises after training. Um, and I think he really focuses on those kind of small things to, to help guys out. So, uh, yeah, I think he's great. Luca, out of curiosity, how has it been culturally living in Spain? Your, your dad's from Spain, from the Canary Islands, if I'm not mistaken. What's it been like 
to, to live in your dad's country? How much affinity did you have before, before you moved to Spain? Yeah, I'd, I'd been to Spain before on, on holiday when I was a kid. Um, uh, but other than that, yeah, nothing, you know, I, I didn't speak any Spanish when I arrived. Um, it was definitely quite difficult at first, especially the language. And there are a lot of different things about the culture here. You know, the, everyone eats at like 10 PM, the restaurants don't open until really late. Um, you know, everything's closed, uh, kind of in the middle of the day. Um, but yeah, it's just things you get used to over time. Um, and now, yeah, they, they feel normal and it really feels like home. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Luca, I'm, I'm interested as to if you learn, if you're learning Spanish now, I'm sure your accent sounds a bit more Castilian, maybe, because if your father's from the Canary Islands, he probably sounds like me, who's Caribbean. That's where our accent comes from. Is there a little bit of a difference between the accent between you and your pops? No, I sound like I'm completely American, like I'm from California. Como se llama? Me gusta pulpo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are, are, you, ta are you taking classes um, in, in Spanish or, or is it? You know, is a club providing those classes or are you just going out doing that? Are you doing home classes? Like, how does that work? Because when I was in France, the club made me take classes twice a week. Uh, yeah, I'm still taking classes twice a week. Um, right now, I'm pretty comfortable. You know, I'm doing interviews in Spanish. Um, oh. I can speak with my teammates fine. Uh, if I need to say something, I can say it. I understand everything. So that's OK. But still, uh, you know, it takes a really long time to really learn a language. When I was in Holland, I took two years of Dutch also, and my Dutch is terrible. You know, it didn't really get me anywhere. Um, so I'm happy Spanish is a bit easier. Luca, cuéntame cómo Gracias, ha estado yo. esta temporada para ti con, con el Celta. Yeah. Era un poco difícil hasta ahora, ¿no? Pero, yeah, uh, creo que ahora el equipo está en... Una, una buena dirección y ya, vamos a uh, ganar los partidos y tener los puntos. Uh, hey, let's go, Luca. Very good. Very good. <laughs> My goodness. Um, all right. Well, we um, we kind of we dug through the archives uh, a little bit and we found a pretty amazing photo from a few a few years ago. Can we put it up and show Luca? I mean, look at these young, oh fresh faces. Babies. Look at baby Weston. You can barely recognize him. Oh, my gosh. Tyler, Tyler Adams, Tyler. Christian Pulisic. It's wild. So I can't. I, what year was this taken, Luca? Can you remember? It was after, I think that's after we qualified for the Under-17 World Cup. Uh, so we would have all been 15, so around 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Okay, wow. and look at you now. Look at that group now. It's, it's pretty awesome to see the success of, of these young American players, you know, doing their things at, at big clubs and big leagues in Europe. You know, when you think about the fact that you're a part of that, that movement, how much pride does that give you? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a great thing to be a part of, you know. I love being a part of the national team. Um, and especially like all these guys, we've been playing together since we were like 13 and kind of had a similar path in life, you know, going to Europe, um, playing club. And it's really the only the only other guys in the world that have the exact same experiences or close, you know, close to the exact same experiences. So it's really nice to share those things with them.
Luca, I know you're not the first American to play for Santa Vigo. Uh, Giuseppe uh, Rossi played there before. But I, I imagine that from the players that you are playing with currently now, you might be the first American that they've come in contact with who plays professional football. Have they had any questions? Is there, have they ever reset their expectations based on how you've played? Or is there anything wacky you might have heard about their uh, preconceived thoughts on American footballers? Um, no, not so much about players. I think, you know, if... If you're good, then they, they recognize quickly and uh, you get accepted in that way. You know, I think people always have questions about American culture and what it's like to live in America. Um, and, you know, I probably don't exactly match up with what they think of as an American because I was uh, in Europe from uh, such a young age. And um, but I think as far as Americans being accepted in Europe, I don't really think that's a thing anymore, um, you know. If, if you can play, you can play. Um, yeah, people from all over the world play football. Nice. Amazing. Well, Luca, uh, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you this morning. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We wish you all the success in the world, and hopefully uh, we'll see you back with the U.S. this summer. Fingers crossed. Nations League? Yeah. Hopefully. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Uh, have a good one. Thank you so much. Thanks, Gus.